Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and once a week we like to invent a friend round for, for some drinks of questionable quality. And uh, we read an issue of the uh, Marvel comic Daredevil, sometimes also of questionable quality. <laughs> and we talk about it. And it's a great time. Isn't that right, Vix? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. That was Vix and I'm Claire. <laughs> and we have a special guest who we haven't spoken to in... Oh, like, I think it was 2022 when we spoke to you last. I'm pretty sure it was. And uh, it's Emma, explaining herself. Hey, hey, happy to be back. Yay, I'm so happy to have you back. Welcome back. Yeah. It's... Yeah. How have you been? What's been going on? Um, I've been really good. Yeah, I've been taking a little bit of a social media break. Um, Very wise. But, yes, but I'm I'm happy to to get back into reading reading more back issues of Daredevil and this one's a particularly fun and ridiculous <laughs> one so it feels like a good one to, to jump back into this with. Yeah, this one I yeah, this is a, a fun one. It's better better than the last one, I think. Mm, yes. We'll <laughs> Although it it was kind of annoying. This one? Oh I was thinking of you yeah. in the uh, I was thinking of you like in very parts. the very first page, <laughs> the very first Karen page that is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so we are a bar, and so we all have uh, some little tipples to hand. So, uh, Vix, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a masala chai. Oh. Wow. Mm. That sounds interesting. Because it's tasty. Oh, very good. Uh, Emma, what are you drinking? I am drinking water. Not Josie's bar water, though. Bottled I, water. Of course not. No, never. <laughs> I own no. water from my own We did home. spend the last six months cleaning the pipes, but oh, wow. it, it, don't, it doesn't seem to have worked because the issue isn't the pipes, it's the taps, so the water is still gross. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I am drinking from my Daredevil Toon Tumbler. Um... Uh, Pepsi Max Cherry Maximum Taste No Sugar. <laughs> there are other brands available, but this is the best one. But that is the one oh, that you prefer. It owns prefer. my heart, guys. It owns my heart. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, this week we are discussing, and so enters the Amazing Spider-Man. This is issue number 77. It was released in June 1971. The description is as follows. Two galvanizing guest stars for the price of one. The amazing Spider-Man and a fighting mad submariner. Plus the weird threats that may destroy the wall. What a weird threat it was. <laughs> the joint, the joint, the um, and this was written by Jerry Conway and artist was Gene Colan. Tom Palmer was the inker for this issue and Gene Izzo was the letterer. So, guys, what are your thoughts on this cover? I love this cover. Okay. I mean, it's just... any. Like Any cover where Matt is yeah. flat on his back, passed out, is a good, good Daredevil yeah. cover. It's like, are you, are you okay, Matt? Wakey, wakey. And then, and then, um, Spidey saying, creaming old cornet. Vix, don't be filthy. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. This is my I'm just like, I love, I love everything I'm about just this. I'm like, ow, cover. Spidey's kicking, like, 
Namor in like the sternum at full force. It just makes me like, well, yeah. okay, Namor has no ribs now. His ribs are made of glitter. Like, ouch. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I the. Just... I love yeah. all the people in the background. I like the policeman on the right. So there's two policemen on the right, and then there's one behind who's just a silhouette man with a little floating black dot yeah. head. <laughs> He's my favourite. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love this cover. I, I think it's I think it's okay. It's, yeah, it's good. Um, the, I have a little note on my issue, which is in front of me, that originally this issue would have cost five pence from a shop called Wow T and P. I don't know where that is, but it does not. It has got a, a very tobacco-y smell, so I believe it might be a books bits and bobs. <laughs> And they got it from somewhere called TNT, uh-huh. so I don't know. But it has got that nice tobacco-y smell that all my comics from Books, Bits and Bobs have. Mmm, lovely. lovely. So uh, this issue starts where it's almost like we have skipped an issue, and they even I like they even address it in the comic. This is skipping ahead a little mm-hmm. bit, where they mention that Matt was going to have this date with um, someone called Christine, and they do say, oh, don't worry, you haven't missed an issue, but stuff's just happened in between the issues. So Honestly, yeah. I, I, I thought you might Christine. be. Yeah. So I just was like, hopefully you see that. <laughs> Luckily on Marvel Unlimited, they do zoom in at that as well. So that's good. Yeah, because I was like, Vix is going to be like, who's yeah, Christine? I like that. Who the hell is this person? Oh. I do always love when issues acknowledge that things do yeah. actually happen between issues it's it's a nice little detail that gives the characters kind of a a, a life outside yeah. of just the stories which is yeah, conceptually it's, it's fun i like it um in the first page it looks like spider-man's about to do the old netaroo on daredevil but this is just like yeah. a little splash page that mm-hmm. isn't sort of actually happening at the start i think it's just to get us interested and it's like oh spider-man's in it um so we start off where daredevil is swinging through the city and he's he's having himself a little bitty party again (laughs) they went straight in straight in in. no preamble (laughs) um i like that he refers to it as his private little soul stab (laughs) yeah (laughs) next time i'm feeling sorry for myself I'm going to be like, I'm just having a private little soul stab. So he's feeling sorry for himself because he he's um, he was stood up by uh, a woman called Christine. Oh, Christine. <laughs> Save yeah. yourself. Really? The there. Save yourself. You know, he would have sat there the whole date just being like, oh, oh, Christine's really nice, but not as nice as Karen Page. Oh. Yeah. Like, what are, what am I doing here? Am I cheating? Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good job, Christine. So he's feeling sorry for himself, swings by, and Spider Man's watching, and Spider Man thinks to himself, oh, there goes the luckiest guy in the world. You don't see Daredevil beating his breast in emotional acne. Nope, he's one fella who's got it made. I was just like, not you too, Pete. I love, I love any time Daredevil and Spider-Man are trying to out-angst each other. Like, I can't remember what it was when they were having the conversation where they were like, oh, well, my girlfriend got killed. And the other one's like, well, two of my girlfriends got killed. Oh, well, one of mine. (laughs) 
It's so I good. That. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. Was that was that the evil men do? The, the I think black it cat? might have been. Yeah. It might have been in that. They have some kind of okay. really yeah, relevant I think conversation it might have been in that one. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it's always very funny. So Spidey um so is thinking about Gwen. He says, what does what does Daredevil know about losing a girl who means more to you than your very life? <laughs> losing a girl called Gwen who can't stand the sight of Spider-Man. Oh. So the backstory to this is in Spider-Man, I believe that Captain Stacy, Gwen's dad, died. And it was during a fight between Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man. So Gwen blames Spider-Man not knowing that that's Peter Parker. I think I'm right. That's my very hazy <laughs> memory anyway. I think they kind of they explain it a little bit while Pete's having his little angst tantrum here. I think that like it's like oh that she thinks that Spider-Man killed her father or something, but she doesn't know that Spider-Man is. I don't even remember. I don't even think it was Doc Ock that killed Captain Stacy. I think it was literally it was just kind of collateral damage, you know. A bit. Yeah. Falling debris. So. Matt's trying to make yeah. himself feel better by being for being stood up by saying Christine was just a substitute, nothing more. And maybe she knew that. It's like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and she And she ran <laughs> because she knew. Right. Oh, hopefully she found someone better. I hope so. Yeah. Matt says Take he's her. a prisoner to the memory of Karen Page. Memory all alone in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. These two, I swear, like, I just wanted to bash both their heads together. (laughs) So he has a little memory of Karen, so they both have floating blonde ladies flashbacks in this, which is quite funny. Floating blonde ladies who look exactly the same. We will talk about characters that do not look like they should later in this issue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was quite interesting. (laughs) Um... Because, like, Clark, Clark Kent <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> this issue. I was like, what? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I like that as well, the writers, like, know this is being completely ironic, you know, and they, they call yeah. it. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Foggy um, is woken up. He's in his little PJs. Oh, bless him. Um, he's, mm-hmm. he's woken up out of bed, and uh, these guys say there's a man who wants to see you. Um, and they call him Fats, and I was like, "That's mean. Like, leave him alone." But he, he's basically being kidnapped, yeah, he's been kidnapped isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, and then that's it. We don't, we don't see or hear about him again oh, he's, in this he's, issue. He's, he's dead like, now. It's literally like he's three dead panels. Now. It's literally like three panels of Foggy yeah. being woken up and kidnapped, and then it's like well, two what, issues ago what? he had his he had his neck <laughs> broken. Really, they're really nice. So panels. they're like, move it, move it. You need to get up. Yeah. And he's like, I can't. I'm paralyzed because Daredevil broke my neck. <laughs> my best. My, my best friend <laughs> broke my neck. Um, he's angsty too. We just don't get the, yeah. the thought bubbles for he's, it. Yeah. Because Foggy keeps that exactly. shit to himself. Even his thoughts, <laughs> his thought bubbles. Suppress oh. that right down. I do I do really like these yeah. Foggy panels. They're very dramatic and yeah, interestingly like, lit. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I like yeah, his stripy like pajamas. pajamas. <laughs> we were trying to work out in the last issue, like, how old they would be. Can you remember, Emma, how old they definitively say Matt is when he lost his sight in the first issue of Daredevil? Um, it was, uh, it's officially 15. So in that one, it's 15. 
I don't know if it says it in the first issue, but at yeah, some point he, it's officially established to be 15. But, but I mean, obviously, the timeline yeah, is all over the place. Yeah, in other ones, he's younger, isn't it's he? It's not consistent. So if he was 15, yeah, yeah. Then, that, then that would mean Matt is 30. So, okay, a 30-year-old DA isn't too bad. Yeah. He's still pretty young, though. Well, it's because he's so good at his job. Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean I've, I've done, I actually did some, some, detective work on, oh, on nice. the passage of time and ages and how old they would be and it, it's it, there's yeah. no there's no logic to it and it's not consistent at all i mean because i mean even disregarding the fact that it's really inconsistent whether matt and foggy yeah. met in undergrad or in law school or if they even went to law school or it's i mean it's it's all over the place but 30 i i i, I tend to say yeah probably 30 ish just matt is kind right. of eternally mm, between but, sort of 30 and 35 i would say you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Just has like that feel to him. Peter's kind of, I don't know. He's never Pete. When Pete when Pete is married, it never feels right to me. That's why mm-hmm. they did the whole Mephisto thing and didn't just let him and Mary Jane get divorced because that would make him seem even older if he was a <laughs> divorced man. <laughs> they were like, we can't have that. <laughs> So uh, Peter is is angsting because he says everything went bad when he got his spider powers. Now he doesn't know what's right and what's wrong. Um, he's all very confused. Oh, Poor Pete. Yeah, you know what he needs? A friend. Now he knows that Daredevil is Matt Murdock, which he found out about, what, 50 issues ago. He could have gone, hey, yeah. by the way, I know you're Matt Murdock. Will you be my friend? <laughs> I need another like superhero friend, please. Yeah. Need someone to angst yeah, at. Absolutely. Oh. So um. And then he thinks, why me? Why not some other costume do-gooder? Why not a guy like Daredevil? Why is Daredevil loved, while I am hated? Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting because we don't really get that sense. We don't get much of a sense of, of how no. people feel about Daredevil. But most of the time, no. the crowd seem pretty fickle. If but, they think he's doing something bad, they're like, boo, you suck. And then if he saves someone, they're like, yeah, right. you know, they're very fickle. Right, exactly, Daredevil. yeah. But obviously, Spider-Man, the thing is always that, you know, the people hate him because of J. Jonah Jameson. That's like one of the things yeah. that set up. But yeah, it's kind of, kind of weird. Yeah, um, yeah he's definitely... He's definitely going to feel like anyone is more loved than he is. So he goes into his apartment and takes his mask off and, oh, look, it's Clark Kent. Yeah, I was like, what what is happening here? Did they just, like, forget to colour his hair in? Like, the right colour? I don't know what the model was for Peter at the time, but he does not look like Peter that I remember from the time. You know what I mean? Like, why is... Why is Peter suddenly this like? Well, why is Peter suddenly Clark Kent? Yeah. <laughs> well, and Mary Jane well, doesn't look well. Well, right we'll talk about that. Uh, um, because no, it's, oh, it's okay. So he he puts on a purple robe because um, just for Vix, because he knows Vix loves purple. Um, yeah, he borrowed yeah, it from Clint. Clint. Um, Peter then says, <laughs> "Now what? Sounds of commotion in the streets. I knew it. Some sort of commotion in the streets." <laughs> I don't know why that line just really made me laugh. It's so strange. It's just... It sounds like a commotion in the street. Oh, look, it is a commotion in the street. So, meanwhile, there's a buzz at the door. And and then 
he answers the door and it's clearly Gwen Stacy. <laughs> and he says, Mary Jane. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? Have I lost my mind? I think, is she, like, is she no. in disguise to get to his apartment? Like, is that, I, that's that's what I kind of got the gist I, I, I'll that tell you what happening. happened. I know was what it... happened. But uh, no, okay. that's, that's, yeah, that's not it. So I just typed into Google, Mary Jane Watson blonde hair. And there is an article on comic book resources from 2018 that says, wait, did Mary Jane just go blonde out of nowhere? And basically they just talk about the fact that um, her last kind of appearance before this, uh, she had a very bad haircut, apparently, and kind of disappeared for a while out of the comics and then came back and was up against Gwen Stacy and all this kind of thing, looking like you know Mary Jane with the red hair, you know, the classic look, the little fringe. Mm-hmm. And then she just pops up in this issue yeah. and um, whoever the colourist was, you know, just forgot she was meant to have red hair. And mm-hmm. That's what I figured, that it was just a, a mix-up of his love interests. Because it, yeah. it, it has yeah. happened before. That is a thing that is known They've put here that Colin just that goes really completely off model on both Mary Jane's appearance and Peter's appearance. Um, yeah. Really like, interesting. Maybe he didn't have enough of that yeah. ink in that day. And, um, and obviously uh, Jerry Conway took on writing Spider-Man later as well. So this is kind of the first I think, time I, I think he gets to write uh, like Mary Jane and Peter. And he'll do that later. Oh. But yeah, it's just very strange. Really strange. Because I was like, does he think? Really... Yeah, because I thought the same as you, Vix. Like, is she in disguise? Because there was stuff yeah. going on in the street, and she was. I mean, she does say he says Mary Jane, and she does say good guess. Yeah. So you could interpret that if we wanted yeah. to no prize this, we could definitely yeah. interpret that as That's being true. she's yeah in and disguise. She says tiger, of but... course, so we know it's Mary interesting. Jane. Mm. But even her yeah. hair doesn't look like Mary Jane. Like the model is Gwen Stacy. Like yeah, it's this. Clearly. So this this issue has three different women. Yes. Look the same. Who <laughs> yes. All look the same. Yeah. What if he opened the door and he's like Karen Page? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing oh. here? And she's like, oh what shit. Do we, wrong what issue. do we think <laughs> of uh, Mary Jane's outfit? There's a lot of colours going on. I like her hat. It's, there's a lot going on. She's stolen on, isn't one there? of Luke Cage's yeah. chains and using it as a hand right. chain or something. Because <laughs> that is a massive. That's like a medieval <laughs> chain. That was that was if the crowd oh. got too rowdy. She was gonna ghost ride them. Yeah, that's part of her disguise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he bundles her out of the apartment. He's like, "Go on, put your orange coat on and go." It's kind of a bit of a reverse carrot. She's got a green handbag and an orange coat. Not sure about it. Yeah, don't know. Um, (laughs) Peter takes his purple robe off and he's got this little T-shirt on. And then he's like, oh, here we go again. I just can't win every time I'm sorting my life out. Here comes the shadow of Spider-Man. What do you mean sorting your life out? You literally just got home. Well, like, calm down. Mary Jane's interested in him, but he's not interested in Mary Jane because he loves Gwen. But Gwen thinks he killed her dad. You know how it is. We've all been there. 
<laughs> yeah, just another Friday in, in my world. <laughs> so Matt is, uh, meanwhile across town, Matt is standing there, and I thought at first he was holding a trombone over his head. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh no, it's <laughs> That was him going to oh, give them the old razzle-dazzle with a trombone oh i guess it's an antenna yeah it's a radio antenna yeah that is really that is depicted very strangely so uh matt um here's something going on so he does a little flippy flip and uh heads the scene oh sorry no wait a second we need to talk about that panel (laughs) Um, because that's not the only weird thing in that panel uh heads up here unless your readers Unless your radar senses are seeing things, there's some sort of light oh, filling yes. the dusky horizon. Now, we know that that is not no. a thing that Matt can do. But maybe right? it's... Yeah, yeah. Okay. he, he cannot see light. I mean, maybe he's <laughs> holding his trombone in the air and that's <laughs> sensing something. I don't know. It's his seeing trombone. His special light-sensing <laughs> yes. trombone. He got it out of his cane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that is not a thing. Yeah, he cannot. It's, it's this is still them enough. going. I don't know what his powers are. Eh. Yeah, here we go. Right. Like, do. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just hand wave that. Um, have you um, ever been to New York, Emma? Yeah. Have you been to Manhattan? Yes. Would you describe it as yes. a moist green, dark place? <laughs> Always. That's the only phrase I use. Oh, this it. sentence, and elsewhere in the moist green darkness of Manhattan, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> green is not a, a word I would use unless you're heading to like Central Park. Well, that's what I was wondering because the fight does seem to take place in what yeah. looks like it could I think be Central Park. That's why they don't Park, say so, of Central Park. <laughs> right. And it's, it's, I mean, it's still weird to say moist unless it was, I don't know, it's early morning and there's dew on the grass. I don't know. So much. (laughs) Very strange. So there's all these police hanging around because this, this giant glowing vagina has appeared in the sky. They call it a teardrop. (laughs) They do. Do they? Is that some sort of like. No, that's what they call it in the comic, but it does look, it does, yeah, it's, yeah, it's. There's no way about it, that's what it looks like. And it talks as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a voice that yeah, comes out of it and says, I would have words with the one called Namor. And we're like, oh, Namor? Namor? Where uh, are you, slut? <laughs> <laughs> I like this woman in the crowd who goes, It, it just appeared here. here. Henry, what does it mean? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, I don't really know about giant bone vaginas. That's I mean, none of these seen. people seem... I do like that he, yeah, sorry, he tries to... I do, I do like that he does try to explain yeah, it, yeah, he, he does, does know it. what it is. <laughs> oh, yes, honey, of course. It's a, I tell you, honey. You know. <laughs> it's a gimmick. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Uh, and then we see there's a, a little a little cowboy hiding in the shadows with his collar up. Yes, oh, his cat is so hat. awesome. But not as awesome as his eyebrow in the next panel. <laughs> his eyebrow in this panel is like on point. Look at that. Eye- that is like a full on 90s thin eyebrow eyeliner. And I love it. Or I- eyebrow yes. pencil, I mean. On brows yes, on brows fleek. on fleek no more. <laughs> Um, oh, and that chin. Look at it. Oh, he's great. I love him. 
So he said he'd sworn never to skulk again to walk proudly among the land crawlers, but some force pulled him hence and he saw the wisdom of concealing himself. And then he just reveals his chest. Namor hides no more. <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> and I, in my notes, I've got in my notes. I wrote the slut has <laughs> oh, arrived <I> <laughs> with a little and then underneath saying, holy cow. Yeah. Right, lady. I love him so much. <laughs> There's a lady in the background going, holy cow. So we find out yeah. that he's no longer a prince, um, but he's obviously he's still Namor. So he's like, ah, show yourself. I'm Namor. And then people we get my panel of the week, which is Namor <laughs> swaggering along through this park. Yes. Oh, to the, towards it's the so giant good. vagina. Yes. Speak. Why are you suddenly struck up? He's just like, look at this swag. Oh, I love him uh-huh. so much. He's so great. Yeah. Okay. That's my panel of the week. So, um, <laughs> Daredevil swings down um, from out of a tree. And everyone's like, whoa, it's Daredevil 2. And decides to take on Namor. And I was like, Daredevil, do you not remember what happened last time you took on Namor? Like, Namor literally, you were fighting, he was killing you, and then he literally had to walk away because he was like, oh, well, you're very brave or an idiot that you keep fighting me, and I admire that, so I'm going to leave you alive. I mean, that's what happened, Matt. You did not beat him. I actually kill you. Yeah. Matt's forgotten. He's seen Right, and he's. I mean, it's it's one of those situations where he's he's angsty and he probably just wants to hit something because there's no reason for him to come here and and assume yeah. that that Namor yeah. has done this or for him to to. I mean, it's just a very random that he he kind of shows up and and mm-hmm. instigates this. Fight. Yeah, or that Namor's mm-hmm. up to anything bad. Like he's just there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um. Bix, are you wondering what mm. to get people as a nice Easter present, by the way? Well, Always. I want to do a little ad from my colleague, which says, <laughs> Venus Flytrap. You can get a two-plant <gasps> oh. pack for $1.35 or a four-plant pack for $2.25. Send your money to Microbar Sales Corps in New York City. Nature's mysterious oh. creation that actually eats raw beef. <gasps> mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. There you go. You can have a... Free machine. <laughs> Each Venus flytrap pack comes with bulb soil and a six-page instruction booklet. Order today. What a gift. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd love to. I saw that one. I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you oh, that for Easter oh. There is also the advert we've had a few times before, which is for a pet squirrel monkey for thirteen ninety five. Comes with a cage. <laughs> Send a cashier's check. Wow. With your telephone. Oh no! Send a cashier's check or money order with your telephone number and your nearest airport. (laughs) Mm, I don't like this. Of course, it's in Florida because. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, so it looks like Namor like breaks Matt's arm immediately because he's not having. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, you again. <laughs> this woman in the background holding her head is amazing. I love her. And then this guy next to her, yeah. his outfit yep. is fabulous. Yeah. It's not as fabulous well, no, as Namor's. Well, no, of course not. But he's, this guy, he's, he's great. 
I love he's just like, well, well, yeah, he's well like, nothing dead. can be done. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love Matt going, what's wrong with me? Why did yeah, I Yeah, why did like you? That? Yeah, exactly. Matt, why? Instant regret. Yeah. Namor <laughs> slams him into the ground and Matt says that he feels like cottage cheese. <laughs> like his body's on fire. <laughs> Poor Matt. Um... And Namor says, I've not looked to battle you, but I reward your insolence. And it's like, yeah, why did you yell at him, man? <laughs> like, just Namor going, oh, God, you again. Namor is very bitter. Day, He's not in a good mood. This day my soul was most tender. Aww. <laughs> Poor guy. Every, everyone's soul is tender today. Yeah, everyone's having a bad day. Yeah, except, except Namor makes, like, being all emo about your women <laughs> much more palatable than yeah, the right. other two have been in this issue. Well, also, I don't like the yeah. fact that Matt blames Christine for warping his judgment during this fight. Because <laughs> right. he's like, like he's like that whole scene with Christine's on... been gnawing at me, warping my judgment. Like, just... Oh, God. Mm. Matthew, not cool. <laughs> so he gives Namor a hug around his waist. They oh, should just hug and make it up. We are all too human to oh, open yeah, to our feelings, our emotions. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Matt says, oh, they're all just, you know, all superheroes are just vulnerable. Um, they're all just the same. And he kicks Namor in the jaw, punches him in the face and looks like he breaks his hand. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same. Oh, no. No, no, you're way stronger than I am. Oh, no. (laughs) I just forgot what happened last time. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, he like nearly killed Daredevil. Like Daredevil was just lying, like was just a pile of goo by the end of that shoe that was crawling after Nabal. One of the guys in the crowd says that his son Jimmy keeps asking him to take him to the city. And then he says he's going to kill me when he finds out we missed (gasps) Spider-Man. So he swings Sorry. in and kicks Namor into a supernova by the looks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Namor like I don't even know what kick he's doing here. I'm trying to work it out, like it's kind of a crescent yeah, kick. Yeah, he's like hitting him sloppy hook kick. Yeah. He's got his little wings. On his ankles. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so Matt uh, helps up Spidey and says, keep out of this web slinger. This is my fight, even though I'm not quite sure why we're fighting. It's because you started <laughs> the fight, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, what are your thoughts on our boy Matt in this issue? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, this is so typical. He, he's in a bad mood and he, he finds something to go beat up and then he regrets it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is Christine's fault. God damn. <laughs> it's Christine and Karen's fault. Um, so Spidey uh, makes a net. He does the old netaroo on uh, Namor um, and binds him like a netted fish. And then... After, but that's that's after they play uh, Namor Leapfrog. Oh, they do. Yes, they do play oh, Namor yes. Leapfrog. Yes. Which was great. Yeah, this might be my panel of the week. What name was it? I mean, the whole thing that is he throwing sand in his face? Yeah, I love that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so Namor's like, "Oh no, I'm in a net and I'm out of water, so I'm weak." And ha ha, I ripped through your net like tissue paper. 
<laughs> yes, psych. Exactly. So good. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. And then he just picks up a tree and eats it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While the glowing vagina in the sky watches. <laughs> just what? I just this issue. What is going on? <laughs> Uh, do you reckon? Do you reckon that tree is like uh, the distant cousin of the crazy stick man from <gasps> the Lost Issue? Oh no, the little stick man tree. It's it, it stick man. Mother. Uh, stick man's New York cousin. Oh, stick man's pen pal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. stick man. Um, well, he as he's about to throw the tree, um. The the teardrop slash glowing vagina explodes, and then the glow fades and a new menace is revealed, and Namor says, "By Neptune's golden trident," and they're all like, "I'm oh, going to use that wow. tomorrow in when I'm at work." <laughs> <laughs> By Neptune's golden trident. <laughs> so, what did you think it was going to be at this point, Vix? um like it's a giant glowing orange vagina it could literally be anything (laughs) this is true um but i was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't some sort of like crazy tentacled monster you know what it could be it could be the latest offer from marvel comics in 1971 (laughs) which uh, is a special offer for only one dollar okay this is from 45th east 45th street new york uh you get uh, for one dollar, apparently, you get 80 dials, switches, and gauges from the latest jet aircraft and the America's Cup <laughs> racing boats, plus free specifications and information on the Boeing 747 Superjet. What? You just get what? you just get a load of like dials. a box of. Okay. I will read it to you. Now you can get full color stick on. So I think it's stickers. Reproductions yeah. of the instruments used in the latest Boeing 747, Superjets, the Fantastic Stars Flight Director Instrument System from Sperry Rand, whatever that is, and the Brooks and Gatehouse Ocean Racing Navigational System used by Gretel II in her challenge for the America's Cup. Uh, I am um, dying to know how many of those they sold. Oh, I would yeah. love to know that. Stick them anywhere, in your room, on bikes, books, luggage, letters, everywhere. Um, <laughs> each dial is authentically reproduced in beautiful colour. Many are actual size. So authentic, you can't tell them apart from the real ones. Apart from the fact that they're, they're stickers. stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Order and now. Do you, think, do you think they're those, like, um, you know, those stickers that are kind of, like, a little bit poofy. Well, I don't know. It says that you can easily re- re- uh, remove them to use again. Wait, they're reusable stickers. Yeah. Wow. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, you can. Uh, it says order now. This offer may not be repeated. I wonder why. <laughs> Is there an address on there? I'm going to Google. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's. Uh... Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Okay. wait, wait. Ready? Open Sesame, Google. Okay. M- yep. MP Products. Department MC6. MC. MC6. 227 yep. East 45th Street. <laughs> New York. Uh, 10017. It's also a bit of a sexist ad because it just addresses it to gentlemen. And I was like, well, of course, yeah. You know, 
Naturally. Mm. Yeah. M, no, MP products doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, maybe they you know maybe they closed because they made gonna... too much money selling. I'm yes. just gonna see if 227 East 46th Street exists. <gasps> it does. Of course it does. <laughs> I'm just. They, they closed and wiped out the whole street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna see like what exists there at the moment. Oh, it's an executive house. Mm. Uh, there is offices there. Yeah, but not any products. See... No. Well, that's what I'm going to gift you, Vix, this week. But I've also worked out something I'm going to gift for Emma, okay? Ooh. New mystery egg. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Adopt. Th- this is for, how much is it? Two ninety eight. Expensive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Adopt a new pet. Harmless, educational, a lovable live pet in a colourful plastic egg. Runs, climbs, crawls, will eat right out of your hand. Clean, easily trained, makes a wonderful playmate. Gentle, long-lived, easy care. Amuse your friends and family with this delightful new friend. Doesn't say what it is. What? <laughs> Does not say what this is, but wow. yeah, you get free food supply plus simple instructions with each order. Rush your order to quote Puff the Magic Dragon end quote. <laughs> and then there's like a little Puff drawing. The magic dragon. There's a little drawing of like I don't even know what this creature is, and it's saying Hi there, I'm Puff. Puff the Magic Dragon Enterprises. No, Puff the Magic Dragon, end quote. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it wow. says at the bottom, sorry, no CODs. I don't know what that means. C-O-D-S. No, what is it? Sorry, C-O-D-S. no CODs. C-O-D-S. Like the fish? I don't know. Well, interesting. So that's what you're going to have, Emma, this week, is a, well, a lovable sounds... live pet of indeterminate species. That's Do you know what it is? It will, it will be sea monkeys. Oh, yeah, of course it will be sea monkeys. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 A lovable pet sea monkey. Yeah. So, before we work out what they're looking at, uh, we go to uh, Kennedy International Airport landing strip, mm-hmm. where we meet uh, a sadly a, a missed friend of ours, Miss Karen Page. Fix. Yay! <laughs> Karen! Uh, I was happy until I saw her outfit, and then I was like, oh, Karen, what are you wearing? What are these sunglasses? Yeah, it's a bit... <laughs> it's a bit... Well, she's she's a famous like, celebrity now, isn't she? Yeah. So, and it's... Yeah, true. And maybe it's because, you know, she's from... She's coming from the, uh, the West Coast. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. just how they dress. Mm-hmm. These sunglasses, though, are not good. Um, they're, they're, they're not it, no. are they? She's with Phil, her agent. And this guy, who looks shifty, is wearing a little hat. <clears throat> he's got a little evil moustache. Don't know who he is. Yeah. Looking shifty, though. Karen uh, gets to New York. She says, New York, I'm back. What's changed more, the city or me? And then she's literally been in New York for three seconds. And she's like, Matt, how are you, Matt? <laughs> Out loud, this is not thinking, this is talking yeah. to the mirror. Do you remember me, Matt? Do you still care? Oh, 
<laughs> it's no good. There's too much pain here. Too many memories. You've literally just set foot on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and she's. I think in my notes. Yeah. In my notes, I wrote, "Shut up, Karen." Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, I need you. I've been so lonely, so lonely and afraid. Can you ever forgive me? Uh, Is there no. anything left between us? No, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you did, the right thing. <laughs> you did the right thing, Karen, yeah. and you sent him away because, yeah, like right. you're better off without him. You cut the cord. This is when Christine should appear and be like, no, don't you? <laughs> no, come with me. Don't We're going it. out. <laughs> We're getting drunk. <laughs> come on. Yeah. And Karen starts um. crying. She's been in New York for three minutes and she's crying over Matt I was like oh Karen oh so anyway back in Central Park we see that meanwhile meanwhile, (laughs) we see the mysterious figure who has appeared who says your your name is Namor you're the one I seek but who are these beside you with whom you are combating and we see it's a foxy lady (laughs) what do you think Vix It's just, yeah. I mean, look at that hair. She is quite fabulous. She's fabulous. Look I'm at this not... purple dress. Oh. Yeah, she is quite fabulous. Like, but, you know, she's if she's after Namor, yeah. of course she's got to be fabulous. Yeah, of course. She's great. Well, you know. It's a bit of a diss to Matt because she was like, right, well, I'm after you, Namor. You're coming with me. Hmm, also, I sent some power in you, Spider-Man. Yeah, you can come with me too. <laughs> Doesn't sense anything in like, Matt. Really it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was, my notes, I was like, Pia, don't go to, into the light. Come back. <laughs> so within a span of a heartbeat, the teardrop vanishes without sound, without light. And in that heartbeat, the memory of the instant vanishes as well. So everyone has amnesia. And Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Namor are gone. Uh, oh, I looked into what this storyline is because... It's kind of weird that this is all set up with Daredevil, Spider-Man and Namor. And the rest of this storyline with this mysterious foxy lady takes place without Daredevil. I think he appears in a flashback or something. Um, But this lady's Mm. name, I believe, is Tuvia. T-U-V-I-A, I I believe. And it's something to do with she's the princess of the people of the Black Sea. And is something somehow related to the Atlanteans and something so that's mm. the story we don't really need to know about it but that's i was like mm. i need to find out who she is so that's her name tuvia tuvia, tuvia. Uh-huh. yeah uh so matt with his amnesia has also had his depression <laughs> cured <laughs> i like to think that the feeling of depression is that he's insulted but he doesn't know why yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, it's quite funny. He's like, uh, what was that? It's like, mm. not even, not even like, you know, beings from other dimensions want you, Matt. <laughs> want that like, <laughs> you know I mean, like, just, just give it up, bro. Oh. And then the, we see a little shooting star that Spider-Man and Namor are riding. So, I, I guess. And then Daredevil heads home. The... I love, I love this, this little panel. I love how artistically they've depicted the, the, the sound of the ringing oh, yeah. and the, the concentric circles. Like his, it's really... his uh, radar sense. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. It's nice. And they don't, like, draw loads of attention to it. It's just, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't see his radar sense kind of drawn that much. Yeah. Um, mm. He gets back to his apartment. The phone's ringing. He picks it up. It goes dead. And then we see at the other end, it's Karen putting the phone down. Yes. In a much better outfit. <sighs> um, and we hear, those who should win, only lose, only lose. <laughs> so that was the issue guys is there uh any other thing else you want to bring up before we talk about some fashions no i don't think so yeah this is kind of it happens (laughs) it's fun but again it doesn't really it's not really it doesn't really contribute much to the Daredevil storyline. No, not really. It doesn't. It's just kind well, of setting up this. because he forgets about it as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just, uh, let's stick Daredevil into this this Namor storyline mm-hmm. for an issue. Bring some Daredevil readers over to Submariner. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I like to see it having Spidey in it. Yeah. Namor. Namor's fabulous reveal is always good. It's just yeah. like, ta-da! Um, talking about fabulousness we need to do some tooting and booting um but i just found a letter in the issue which is which says the following okay dd cut the poor little blind man me bit after all this time (laughs) (laughs) after all this time you think you had resigned yourself to your condition plus the fact that if you ever do regain your sight your other super senses will fade away not necessarily so it comes right down to the fact that you like being Daredevil and could no more give it up than fly to the moon unaided. For, as an old wise yeah. man once said, he who has never tasted sugar misses it not, but he who has tasted it languishes without it. The sugar in your case, as in Spidey's, is the excitement, the thrill of being different, the admiration you garner from everyday peoples like us, not to mention the danger and the chance to do a little bit of good in the world. So as I said before, cut the self-pity bit, it doesn't become you. And by the way, I also think your mail drop should be captioned Speak of the Devil instead of the present Let's Level with Daredevil. Just a thought. Ooh. Dang, nice. And they reply, uh, it was by someone called Patty. Okay, Patty, Dee Dee's hang-ups arrive mostly from his fouled-up romantic life, as is evidenced by this issue's advent of Karen Page. We're trying to get away from the bleeding blind man route, and in upcoming issues... We'll be examining just how helpless an unsighted man really is. Things promise to be interesting. So there we go. That's a really interesting exchange. I like that. Yeah. That's why I just, I I was like, oh yeah, I have to read this. Um, So let's talk about some fashions. Um, Who are we going to toot and who are we going to boot in this issue? Personally, well, go on. on, I'm tooting Namor's tiny pants. Yeah. Okay. I am not tooting Namor. I'm going to toot Fabulous Purple Lady. Because <laughs> she just. Um, she was. She yeah, like she was pretty fabulous. In, in that little thing. And I was like, yes, yes she's yeah. awesome. I love her. Um, what about you, Emma? Who are you going to toot? Um, I've got to toot Namor's hat. I love his hat. <laughs> his, his disguise. His hat. cowboy hat. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And who are we going to boot, guys? Karen's uh, fresh off the airplane outfit, like it, it. I don't. I don't know what that was. Yeah. That was trying to say. Like it was all over. The, like she's better than that. Oh, can we do a minor, a minor toot to Foggy Striped Pajamas? Yes. No. 
Oh, his striped pajamas. <laughs> oh. Um. Wait, a toot or a boot? A toot, because I like his striped. Okay, pajamas. yeah, yeah. But yeah, boot. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say Karen's first outfit. I like her one later, but I don't like that first outfit. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Um, I might second you on that. There's nothing that really stands out in this as being something I don't like. I might do another minor toot, actually, also for um, MJ's uh, chain. <laughs> chain. <handbag. Just laughs> I enjoy that. It's so big. It's so big. Okay. Uh, and what's our panel of the week again, guys? Um, I think we all said ours. Mine was Namor swaggering through the crowd, because I always enjoy that. Uh, Emma, what was yours? <laughs> yeah, mine was on uh, page 15, that that uh, panel of all the little the all the all little fight details. Yeah. Um, with the leapfrogging and, and Spidey throwing, throwing dirt in Namor's face <laughs> and general shenanigans yeah that was fun enjoyed that one uh what about you vix mine's the front cover <laughs> just because it just it amused me no end nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like it it kind of summed up the entire issue quite nicely with matt just like lying on the floor like Ugh. yeah that really is so. just exactly what happened <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. Is. they just tell you what happened in the fight right there um, okay, so what uh, what are we going to do with this issue? So, Vix, there are three ways we can treat an issue of Daredevil. What are these three ways? Answer, uh, t- describe to me these options three. <laughs> do it in the proper voice, please. Describe to me these options three. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the first option is we love it like so so much that it goes into our super duper special little uh climate controlled vault yes. in the back yes. to be preserved for carbon neutral um, vault. yes mm. the second option is that we're just kind of like eh, it was all right it wasn't like the most amazing issue but it wasn't the worst either um we have a little special shelf that goes under the bar um we can't guarantee that it won't be used to mop up spillages mm. of some sort, yeah. but and the third option is to kick it up the arse out the front door into the street. Not out the front door, out the window. Out yeah, the window. the window because yeah. my sound effect for that includes a breaking window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, tie the window. It, we tie it to a yeah. brick. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the amount of bricks we found in this bar is very worrying. Like the walls are going to crumble <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? I, mm, I'm, I, I didn't hate it. I'm going to say under the bar. It was entertaining, but it it didn't further Daredevil much. It furthered the other characters more. And then we had like the storyline with Foggy that just kind of went nowhere, like in this issue. Um. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna say under the bar because it was the only reason that I'm not kicking it out the door is because no more was in it. I like bits of it, but it, it didn't further anything. And particularly, yeah. is Matt's kind of forgotten about it by the end of the issue as well. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Emma? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I I so I I so rarely, if ever, vote to throw issues out the out the window. Um, I feel like this is one where again yeah it doesn't doesn't further the daredevil plot 
everyone except Namor is kind of whiny in it. Um, <laughs> the fight is good, but we have a lot of good fights, so I might have voted to, to throw it out the window. I feel like, but... yeah, it was close, but I, I feel like it was definitely better than um, uh, the El Condor ones. You know, like well, yeah, I mean, it's not the, it's not the yeah. worst, for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, it, it sounds like we're putting it under the bar. Hey. Cool. So now it's time for a segment that I know Emma will have missed for a long time. Yes. Um, it's uh, it's the segment that is known far and wide in Hell's Kitchen as Vix Predicts. That's why I'm glad you like yeah. it. Like you wanted, you Hello. wanted that kind of music, and I found it. So I you like did. this little theme. And now I have my own theme song. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, Vix, are you ready to uh, predict? And Emma can also predict, and maybe they will be uh, truths, or maybe they will be falsities. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Vix, the next issue, issue 78, is called The Horns of the Bull. Oh, I say. <laughs> is it like a, just a really sexy big gay man <laughs> coming into Hell's Kitchen? Um, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and Matt is just like basically sitting there going, It's cuffing season. All the girls will be needing. I want a big boy. I want a big boy. Yeah. That's, wow. that's what I'm predicting. How do you guess? That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Really? Did you read it ahead yeah, of time? Yeah, you're not allowed to read no. the description until I read it to you, Vic. I don't cheat. I'm just that oh. good. <laughs> well, would you like the description anyway? Oops. Okay. Here's the description. Who is the mysterious Mr. Klein? <gasps> Kevin Klein, the actor. <laughs> wow. Uh, our horn-headed hero is dead set to find out. But first, he's got to get past the rampaging man bull. Offbeat and totally awesome. I love the issues. So it is a massive gamer. (laughs) I love the issues described as offbeat and totally awesome. I think think we're due one of those, to be fair. It's been a while. Offbeat and totally awesome. Since we've had like a totally unhinged. I think the last (laughs) issue we absolutely adored was the one where... Matt had his little squad, you know, when in the country of the blind. Yeah. I think that was the last yeah. one we loved, if mm-hmm. I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that should be fun. Um also by the looks, our friend Sammy Rosen is back. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why it came out like that. <laughs> it came out very high pitched. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I will say that in a few issues, there's a very exciting development, but not quite yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will also say the first the, the first line of the next issue as is a little spoiler, guys, is Karen. <laughs> so there's a tease because <laughs> I just looked <laughs> and I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, well that's it for this issue. But Emma, thank you for coming on as always. We love having you on. Yes, yeah, always happy to be back. 
Yeah. Thank you. Also, I don't know if you caught the uh, the diss that uh, Vix um, threw out on Matt's fashion. I think last issue where she compared him to Mike Murdoch. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I just want to say. Unbelievable. <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Mike is the best Matt has ever dressed. <laughs> he's the best he's ever been. Yes. <laughs> he's the best of Matt Murdock. Damn it. <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, do you want to promote yourself? I know you've been away from social media for a while. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I am on Tumblr. Uh, you can find me um, posting Daredevil stuff on uh, Daresplaining, so daresplaining.tumblr.com. And I also post Iron Fist stuff at bookoftheironfist.tumblr.com. Very cool. Are you um, are you going to be sort of following or doing stuff related to them doing the new Daredevil series, the, the Disney Plus one, or just sort of wait until it comes out? I haven't been yet. I might. Mm. I mean, I, I I did it for the Netflix show and I had a great time. Um, I haven't kind of gotten uh, tuned into the, the new filming, but I might. Mm. I'll let you know if sure. I do. Um, awesome. I think we should definitely cover an episode of the Netflix series before our 100th, mm. before the new series is out, like maybe before our 100th issue or something. I don't know. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pick, a, pick a good one. Hopefully the listeners can give yes. us ideas. <laughs> cool. Well, with that, Vix, have you got anything to add? Um, no. <laughs> Fair enough. I, <laughs> I was trying to think of something like you know profound, and I just I can't I can't think Fair of anything. Enough. So uh, great uh, power, no. I do not have anything to add. Great responsibility, Vix. If you see Namor, leave him alone. Yeah, don't call him out for a fight. Just leave him alone. He's having a bad time. Yeah, but his pants are amazing. Well, maybe call out that you like his pants, but that's it. Hey, Namor, nice pants. Hey, Namor! Nice pants. (laughs) Right, with that, it's time at the bar. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it got so the, like the the plunger bit got stuck. I believe we recently also had uh, the one year um, birthday for Crab Bell. So happy birthday, Crab Bell! It did happy birthday? It came up oh, on my face. <laughs> nice. And with that, happy we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.